It's a new week. It's Tina Fey and George Strait's birthdays today, and there are 221 days until Christmas. Today, by the way, is Monday, May 18th, and in Canada, it's Victoria Day, a holiday celebrating Queen Victoria and marking their official start of summer. I want Tina Fey to be America's queen. Can we have Queen Tina Fey Day to usher in our summer? Hi and hello. You found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. You can think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online, and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams, and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I am so glad you're here. Okay, have you ever been talking to a friend or your husband about something and then later that same something will appear in a Facebook or Instagram ad? This happened to me when I met my friend Christina at a coffee shop and she was showing me her blue light blocking glasses. And the very next day, the very next day, I started getting ads for Felix and Gray and and the ridiculously named Lady Boss glasses, both companies hawking blue light blocking eyewear. This has happened to me more times than I can count. It's happened uh, with microblading, customized shampoo subscription companies, with mattresses and meal planning services. It's not like I go home and Google these things or look them up on my phone. It's just that I talk about them to someone and then voila. It's like the computer is spying on me and it serves me the relevant ad. Which honestly, to Chris's horror, I actually really like relevant ads. I mean, how else would I find out about new things that I might like? An irrelevant ad is a waste of my time. I I don't own a cat, so don't show me ads for kitty litter. I don't buy luxury goods or sneakers, so don't show me luxury sneakers. In the work that I do now, I sometimes deploy sponsored content for my social media clients when they need more eyes or clicks on something. So I have purchased Facebook and Instagram ads for them as part of a larger ad campaign. And let me tell you, it is such an interesting and creepy thing. Here's the good news for you conspiracy theorists. Your closed laptop and untouched phone are not recording you and reporting it to Big Brother who is selling that data to ad servers. Why? Well, because that would be incredibly cumbersome to sort and store all that data on everyone, but also, they don't really need to do that. Every browser has a fingerprint. Browser fingerprinting is an incredibly accurate method of identifying unique browsers and tracking online activity. I know you've heard of browser cookies before. They're the most common way you, as someone who uses the internet, is identified or, quote, fingerprinted. Cookies are small packets of text files that are stored on your computer, which contain certain data that may give websites information to improve the user experience. Surely you've cooked on a cookies disclaimer before. Websites remember and track individual computers and devices by loading the cookies, the small data packets, onto your computer or phone. And every time you visit a website, your browser will download cookies. When you visit the same website at a later time, the website will access the packets of data and provide you with a personally customized user experience. Basically, it says, hi, I know you. Welcome back. Here's your favorite mug. Let me turn on the music you like and that you listened to the last time you were here. Cookies are not programs, meaning they can't do anything by themselves. They simply act as a temporary storage space on your local device. Photos will load faster with cookies and your shopping cart may still have its stuff in it. It's not able to collect any personal information from your machine. 
but you get a cookie nearly every time you visit a website. So pretty soon, you have a big box of cookies that can tell another company a lot about you. Facebook has a thing called Facebook Pixel that works like a really powerful cookie, a cookie monster, if you will. If you're on a site that sells anything, even if it's just one product, then most likely that website is also deploying Facebook Pixel. Pixel live inside websites, websites off of Facebook, and tracks people's actions while they're there, including what you click on and if you put anything inside your cart. And then it gives these companies and companies similar to them the ability to pop into your sidebar on Facebook and other places. Facebook Pixel is basically Joe from the series You. You think you keep running into him coincidentally, but surprise! Pixel is studying your every move via your phone and computer, so it pops up in other places as if to say, remember me? Let's take this to the next level. So when I met Christina at the coffee shop and marveled over her cute new blue light blocking glasses, what happened is probably this. Over time, just by using the internet, I have willingly given Google and Facebook and Amazon all kinds of highly valuable data about who I am, including the places I go, the routers I connect to, what I look at online, what videos and podcasts I listen to, when I like to shop, what I like to buy, and what apps I access and when. I've also tied my profile to anyone else I'm connected to and their data. So in my phone, with Facebook enabled, in the same location, connected to the same Wi-Fi that Christina's laptop was connected to, and we share a lot of the similar things. Like we have kids roughly the same age, homeschooling, baking, married to Georgia Tech grads, both living in suburban Atlanta, and we interact with each other's content on Facebook and Instagram. It triggers a relevant ad. Christina bought glasses that were marketed to someone like her, which means they are marketed to someone like me. Christina bought the glasses, and then the internet said, oh, these two friends were likely together. We should show Indiana an ad for these same glasses because she's also who would buy our glasses. And you know what? I did get a pair. <laughs> I got a cheaper pair off of Amazon, but I got a pair nonetheless. Personally, I interact with the ads. I mark irrelevant ones as such, I hit like on the ones that I like, and I report and block ads from ads that I don't think are appropriate and I don't want to see, ads like diet tea companies. I'm always trying to coach the algorithm to show me the content I want to see, be it ads or the content my friends make. But for fun, I thought you might be curious about what the Instagram algorithm thinks you want to see, and by extension Facebook, since Facebook owns Instagram. If you have your phone handy, open up Instagram and click the top right to access settings. Okay, click settings, and then about halfway down, you'll see something that says security. Click that. Okay, and then halfway down in that menu, click access data, and then scroll all the way down to the very, very bottom to ads. You'll see something that says ads interest. Click view all. Most of mine seem pretty benign, almost generic and applicable to most women and people. Things like online shopping and family and recipes. But if you click view more, however many times, you can really get into the weird stuff the internet thinks you want to see. Most on-brand for me is In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> and most off-brand for me is heavy metal music, fishing, and middle ages. Middle-aged maybe, but not middle ages. This week, take a peek at the list and let me know what the algorithm got right for you and what they got wrong. Once again, you can access that all on Instagram by going to settings, security, access data, and then view all underneath ad interest. Funniest screenshot wins. 
And now, a quick break to spotlight today's sponsor. In some ways, with the stay-at-home orders being partially lifted, it feels a little like the new year. A chance to reevaluate habits and take a stab at new goals. I feel a little like a bear who's been hibernating during a long winter, but instead of sleeping the season away, I've been eating. (laughs) I've been contemplating returning to a keto diet. You might know that I did a keto diet for a couple years to help me get my blood sugar regulated, and now that it's a little more commonplace, it may be easier to adhere to. The Good Lovin' Bar is the number one certified keto protein bar in retail and online, and they're number one for these reasons. Best plant-based, organic ingredients, best taste with flavors like chocolate-dipped strawberry, chocolate coconut and peanut butter brownie, and best customer service that will make you smile. Keto or not, you can try them out by visiting www.thegoodlovin'bar.com. Put together a multi-flavor order and get 25% off by using today as a promo code. And if you reach $50, you'll get free shipping anywhere in the U.S. That's thegoodlovin'bar.com and get 25% off your first order by using the word today as a promo code. Or you can click the link in the show notes for the automatic 25% off. They guarantee you will be loving the Good Lovin' Bar. And now, back to our show. Hey, if you've known me for a while, you might know that I'm a serial hobbyist. I pick a thing and then I throw a lot of energy and time and money into it and get what I'd say is above average for that skill. I wouldn't call myself an expert at most of these things. I'm, I'm more like a skilled enthusiast. A recent example of this is my sourdough endeavors. I just coached my neighbor Kristen through raising her starter, and I was so proud when she sent me a photo this morning of her starter that had overflowed the jar and spilled out into her counter. My sourdough starter has been relegated to the refrigerator as I slow my roll on summer baking. Before sourdough, last year I got really into sugar cookies and royal icing. The year before that was from scratch pie. And over the years, I've been really into cupcakes, Bible art, Polaroid photography, visible mending, and podcasting. Podcasting aside, most of the time, I get what I want out of the hobby and then I am over it. The romance of it wears off and I move on, all in on something new. That's where I now stand with sourdough, 63 days into the pandemic isolation, and I'm already looking for a new hobby. I am going back on keto this week, so I am taking a break from eating entire loaves of bread still warm from the oven. You should know that I used to be an awful cook. I could not bake to save my life, but with a lot of time and practice, I'm pretty confident in the kitchen now. I can make most things. I'm also awful at all things art. This became crystal clear to me when I took a hand lettering class five years ago. I took an in-person class from Jenny Highsmith, a really well-known artist and calligrapher and also an incredible teacher. But I was so terrible at it that at the end of the class, Jenny asked me if I would like a refund because I didn't have a finished art piece to take home with me. Bless. She was so sweet about it. I said, no, no, I still have all the supplies from this class and I swear that I'm going to try again. I have tried again and I think Lucy, who is six and still writes some of her letters backwards, could do a better job than me. But I'm not giving up. I have Jenny's book, Hand Lettering God's Word, and it is so beautiful that I'm hesitant to write in the actual book itself, but I love it so much and I am ready to try again. For Mother's Day this year, Chris got me a new iPad. 
mainly because mine is eight years old. And while we were distance learning, a child would be commandeering my laptop, one would have my phone, and one would have my iPad. And I had to bake because I couldn't get it online to get work done. Chris introduced a fourth device to our lineup, and I treated myself to a smart keyboard and an Apple Pencil. I want to be better at art, but I really love technology, so I have decided that I am going to teach myself digital illustration. I may be terrible at it, like hand lettering, but hopefully it will be something that I'll keep doing because I enjoy it, and over time I'll get better at it, like podcasting. I think I'll be able to use this skill for the social media work I do for other clients, and since I'm not a photographer, it may give me more creative content for Instagram. I always have trouble coming up with things to post. I do want to share that there is still a lot of great deals out there for online learning. We talked about this some 60-odd days ago when social distancing first began, but for today's Good Time Good Deal segment, I've linked a more recent list of places where you can still take online classes for free. I'm doing the Procreate tutorials from Bardo Brush, which are free anyway, but I'm also taking some longer Procreate Processes classes on Skillshare, which is free for two months through a few different promo codes. If there's a new hobby or skill you want to dedicate a little time to this summer, be it something like digital illustration or something more tactile like sewing or something for business development, now is the time to take advantage of a lot of these free offerings before they go away. Speaking of going away, I'm curious, where are my sourdough sisters at? You still going strong, or have you moved on too? How's your summer to-do list shaping up? On our drive up to Stone Mountain this weekend, I was able to ask the girls what they want to add to our summer to-do list, and like Jude, their suggestions were pretty easy and very sweet. Caroline said she'd like to teach Lucy a new ballet dance. Lucy said she'd like to paint. They both want to do perler beads, which are the bane of my existence because they end up everywhere. But all three kids will spend hours doing perler beads, so I love them, but I hate them. Ugh. <laughs> they both suggested more movie nights, and, and then we ended up buying a season pass to Stone Mountain Park since we live less than an hour away, and we can go back and hike and camp all summer long. Our community challenge this week is to ask your kids what they'd like to do this summer. Hopefully, we can share this list with each other and figure out some things to fill our time. Tag your list with TBTW Challenge, and I'll make one master list that we can all share. The best thing about school being over is that school is over. The worst thing about school being over is that school is over. What do we do now? Okay, friend, that is it for today. Bridget Brockmill left an Apple podcast review that made my heart stop for a moment. The headline was, listen from the beginning, but, and I had to take a deep breath to ready my soul. But she continued, but I have been a listener from episode one and found you when I was a diehard Coffee and Crumbs listener. I have never felt compelled to leave reviews on podcasts until today. I want to thank you for the explanation of Memorial Day. I'm not from a military family and never knew the difference, but we'll make sure to be more mindful from now on. Thank you so much for the information, and thank you to your father for his sacrifice. I love when you deep dive topics like Mother's Day and Memorial Day. Keep it up, internet bestie. <sighs> your reviews continue to be the words of encouragement that keep me joyful and energized as your host. Thank you for this review, and thank you to anyone who's ever taken the time to leave one. They are such an important piece of helping a show grow and encouraging podcast hosts. So if you have time, leave reviews for all the podcasts you love and regularly listen to. As a reminder, I'll be back here on Friday with a new episode. What shall we talk about? But I'm taking next Monday, Memorial Day, off, and I shared a little bit about my why for that in the May 15th episode if you want to go back and listen. 
As always, the show notes are at todaybytheway.com slash episodes, and that's where you can find the promo codes for the things we discussed as well as some relevant links. Hey, Mama, listen. I know this has been a season of uncertainty. You are doing the best you can. May your summer be slow and low stress, full of sunshine and laughter and precious family memories. Today is a new day, and friend, I am cheering you on.